0: Welcome, friends, to We Live on a Planet. Unscripted. Unedited. Just a personal journal with a variety show flair. As you can hear, I turn the megaphone on for the beginning of episode 556. Title in this one, Concentrate. It's July 11th, 2022, early Monday morning, early, early, 61 degrees Fahrenheit, feels like 61, highs are going to be about 83 degrees Fahrenheit, winds are out of the southeast 3 miles per hour, it's going to be a sunny one today, stick around, we have a quote and much, much more when we come back. And just like that, we are back. All right. Like I said, I'm titling this one, Concentrate. And the reason why is from this quote from Heather Johnson. Excuse me. Heidi. Heidi Johnson. (laughs) I'm looking right at it and said, Heather, it's Heidi Johnson. Here's what Heidi said. Always concentrate on how far you have come rather than how far you have left to go. The difference in how easy it seems will amaze you. Speaking of Heidi, I will be, I'm going to be interviewing a local business owner very soon, and her name is Heidi. She owns a local boutique here called Botify. And she's celebrating her 20th anniversary here in business in the city of Oswego. And that will be an upcoming interview sometime in the near future. So moving forward, what else is going on? So I'm really pretty excited and happy. I got two nights in a row with eight hours worth of sleep. Yeah, that might not sound like a lot to you, but I usually only get about three-ish. Three hours at a time. So it felt really good to get those eight hours of restful sleep. I needed it. I don't know what I was doing different. I got to fly my drone the other day. That was really fun. I really enjoy it. I was telling you the other day or a little while ago, that I need to fly it more. I need to not be so nervous to fly it and fly it a little bit more and enjoy it. And um, I really, I'm getting good at flying it as well. I was able to, I put it up to like a 100 feet and then flew it away from me. Usually I fly it up straight and keep it up straight and don't fly it too far away from me. But, uh, yeah, so that was fun. Okay, what else has been going on in my personal life? I've been going to the fitness court here in the city of Oswego in a park, Brightbeck Park, right on Lake Ontario, and I'm really enjoying it. I tried taking... um, a time lapse video the other day of me doing push-ups and I had an epic fail because I set it up against my water bottle and it was windy and I went to do the push-ups and I was nice and fresh and so I did a hundred push-ups and when I came back my video, my phone was flat down, so it didn't record anything. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh well, I did it for myself. I didn't do it for anybody else." But I ended up doing a hundred, so that was good. Um, I did the rings, like the plank. It's like a plank for like a minute thirty, which seemed like forever. I want to go for two minutes next time. But uh, yesterday, I went back to the fitness court and time-lapsed some push-ups and was able to successfully videotape that, and that was fun to do those and then look back at how fast it looks on a time-lapse. It looks like I worked out, like, for a second. (laughs) But, um, yeah. So that was fun. I really am enjoy using the fitness core. I don't do a whole bunch. I do push-ups, planks, squats. I'm gonna start doing lunges and then maybe some crunches, but I don't really like doing crunches. I hate I need to do that though for my midsection because I've got some bacon right on my back. I call it bacon. <laughs> it's like slab bacon. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, I'll tell you when we come back. It'll give you something to come back to. Stick around, we'll be right back. And we are back. So, if you follow the show, you know that I recently finished my advanced open water dive course And that allows me to dive to 130 feet now. Yeah, that's pretty deep. Ooh, crowd loves it. Reggae, air horn, and everything. And uh, if you know, too, if you follow the show, I lost one of my dive pouches that held six pounds It's part of my BCD, which stands for a Buoyancy Controlled Device, and I was pretty bummed out, and uh, the dive master searched everywhere to no avail, couldn't find it, so coach contacted me Uh, Sunday morning. I went to dive with him last Sunday, and uh, when I lost it Saturday, And Sunday, he's like, I was thinking about you at 5.30 this morning. I ordered you some new pouches. And I was like, oh, thank you, coach. You rock. You're awesome. And uh, he sent me a picture yesterday. They dove the river over the Keystorm, which is the shipwreck that I usually dive over. And they found it in about 57 feet of water. Yay! I'm so excited! Now that is some search and recovery. And also, I did not get to ring the bell yet. On the arrow. If you know what I'm talking about, if you di- when you dive to the prop, the propeller of the Keystorm, which sank... In 1912, once you dive to the prop, which is at about 110 feet or so, you come up, go on the arrow, which is the charter boat that I dive off from, and there's a bell that you ring. And it's kind of like a uh, accomplishment ring or whatever. And I did all my open water dive and did all kinds of new things that I learned, but I did not dive to the prop. Other things arose, so we just didn't do it. So in August, it's my anniversary for one, so I'm excited about that. And I'm also my brother-in-law, who's my dive buddy, wants to go dive. Off from the arrow again and dive the key storm and this time dive the prop so we can ring that dang bell. So yeah. So I am looking forward back to that interview that I was telling you about with Heidi. It's going to be a lot of fun to interview her. I have some homework to do because I don't have any questions written down for her yet if you follow the show you know when i interview people it's pretty loose for the most part it's always one and done there's going to be no editing and um it's just going to be fun we're going to have fun we have a relaxing conversation and learn what it's like to be a business owner and also how it was like to be a business owner and survive during covid because a lot of businesses unfortunately weren't able to survive covid and she is one that did all right stick around when we come back we're gonna learn some things we're gonna head on over to did you know we'll learn word of the day we'll head on over to the history channels website and also the fact site so stick around And we're back, just like that, and we are at Webster's, (laughs) where are we? We're at Webster's uh, page, and we're going to learn word of the day. It's a verb. Carp. Carp. C-A-R-P, carp not the fish what it means to carp means to complain in an annoying way and often suggests that such complaining is habitual here's an example he carps too much about the umpire's bad calls when he should be focusing on improving his swing Carp. Carp. (laughs) C-A-R-P. Carp. Alrighty. What else do we have that I want to go over with you? Oh, yeah, I know. A did you know fact. Did you know the raven was almost the parrot when Edgar Allan Poe first conceived of the poem, he wanted a melancholy feel and planned to use Nevermore as a refrain. Deciding that a talking non-reasoning animal would be the best way to repeat the word. Poe first thought of a parrot, until he realized ravens are equally capable of speech. And infinitely more in keeping with the intended tone. The raven. Nevermore. Isn't that interesting? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. To me, it is. Got a little wrinkle on our brain. When we come back, we did a Did You Know? A word of the day. And when we come back, we're going to head on over to the History Channel's website and then also the Facts site. Stick around. All right, we are back. We are over at the Facts site. Are elephants really scared of mice? That's a long-time misconception, isn't it? But are they truly? Contrary to popular beliefs, elephants aren't scared of mice. A circus elephant trainer, Troy Metzler, set out to test the theory himself. He performed his own elephant and mouse experiment. In his demonstration, Metzler held a mouse in front of an elephant to see its reaction. Surprisingly, the elephant didn't seem interested in the tiny creature. So, he proved that a little mouse doesn't scare the mighty elephant. Well, why do elephants run from mice? That's because elephants can't see very well. You might have experienced this too. Imagine you're sitting quietly and a bug flies by. You only spot it in your peripheral vision, but it's enough to make you run in the opposite direction. You could even let out a small scream and when you settle down, you may find out it was only a harmless ladybug. It's the same for elephants. They can't see the mouse clearly, and the mouse moves so fast that it startles them. That also explains why the mouse didn't move the circus elephant in Metzler's hand. Well, where did the myth come from? The idea that elephants are afraid of mice had existed long before it became a popular troupe in cartoons a greek fable as far back as 77 a.d supported this belief in the tale a mouse climbs an elephant's trunk and drives him nuts more recently in the 1600s a popular explanation for mice and elephant myth came up alan moulin an irish physician believed the elephants didn't have the small protective cartilage in their throat their epiglottis epiglottis this cartilage keeps foreign bodies out of the out to prevent choking mullin believed that if the mouse got into the elephant's throat it could block its airway and this served as a popular explanation for the relationship between an elephant and a mouse. People would realize much later that elephants have epocatalysis cartilage, so choking on a mouse isn't a real risk. Furthermore, elephant researcher Richard Lehrer noted that an elephant could quickly, easily blow a mouse out of its trunk if one ever climbed in. Well, are other animals scared of mice? A mouse scurrying around can startle any animal. Protective reflexes will make animals jump back, fearing unexpected creatures running around. Many animals, such as horses, cats, or dogs will jump back when a mouse runs by. They're not truly afraid. The mouse just caught them by surprise. What Tiny Animal Scares an Elephant? Oh, what tiny elephant... (laughs) My uh, website just crashed on me. Why did that happen? It was gonna tell me what does scare an elephant. And we will find out when we come back. Technical difficulties. We'll be right back. Back, welcome back, welcome back. Technical difficulties. And we might get some notifications while I'm on the phone because my buddy Corey, who lives in Bend, is messaging me right now as I'm making this podcast. So we might hear some things once in a while, but that's okay. That's all part of podcasting. That's all part of we live on a planet. It's not perfect. It's a perfectly imperfect show. Just like how my app just crashed on me when I was about to tell you what tiny animal does scare an elephant. Elephants might not be afraid of mice, but there is another tiny animal that scares them. It's Bees. What could a tiny bee possibly do to a gigantic elephant? Well, not much. Elephants have very thick skin, so a bee stinger can't cause much damage. However, African bees can get pretty aggressive. They attack in hundreds, stinging the elephants everywhere. During the attack, bees can sting sensitive regions such as their trunk, eyes and mouth researchers found that asian elephants are afraid of bees too young elephant calves may be more vulnerable to bee stings and some believe that a large swarm of thousands of bees can seriously hurt a young elephant huh so yeah the more we know we learned a little something about elephants and got a little wrinkle on our brain. And next, we are going to be heading on over to the History Channel's website and find out what happened on this day of history. We're just going to skim the fat. Here's one in uh, the Civil War, American Civil War, 1861, July 11th, Union notches a victory at the Battle of Rich Mountain under the control of General George B. McClellan. All right, moving forward on from the American Civil War to art literature and film history, To Kill a Mockingbird is published. 1960. Never read it. Here's one for religion. 1656, first Quaker colonists land at Boston. U.S. government. 1995, U.S. establishes diplomatic relations with Vietnam. Wow, that took a long time, didn't it? Here's one for space exploration. 1979, Skylab crashes to Earth crashes down in australia and into the indian ocean Uh, early us 1804 alan burr slays alexander hamilton in a duel yeah back when people used to duel sports 1914 babe ruth makes his major league baseball debut Here's one for United States President, 1767, John Quincy Adams is born. He's the son of the second U.S. President, John Adams. Um, Cold War, 1945, the Soviets agree to hand over power in West Berlin. And then an American Revolution, 1782, British evacuate Savannah, Georgia, and that sums up this day in history. when we come back, we will sum up the show. We'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you so much for the most valuable gift you could ever give me your time try to remember Heidi Johnson's quote always concentrate on how far you have come rather than how far you have left to go the difference in how easy it seems will amaze you I have to remember that I've come so far in my sobriety and in August I will be celebrating seven years alcohol free and that's amazing to me if you'd like to be a part of the show which i would love it if you would you can reach me right here at wloap.com that is my website if you're using the anchor app it's pretty simple you just push that little message button If you are using my website, there's a little phone icon, you tap that, it will ring five times before it goes to my voicemail and pick up, so be patient, let it ring, and then let your voice be heard throughout the world. Also, if you haven't had a chance, please rate and review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever it is that you may be listening to We Live on a Planet, and as always, please, please Tell a friend. That's one of the best ways that it can be heard. All right, my friends, do your best to stay curious in that judgmental, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Peace.